0: Are you a crappy partner, crappy wife, crappy husband, crappy mate? This podcast is for you. Give yourself the gift of self-awareness. Learn new skills. Take the time to assess your partnership, marriage, relationship, etc. So how are we going to do this? Start by taking the Crappy Mate quiz. The quiz can be found on our website, www.crappymate.com on Pinterest, Mate. Instagram and Facebook, Crappy Mate Podcast. We will dedicate episodes to discussing the quiz topics. In further episodes, we will be exploring common problems, the speed bumps that occur in relationships. Also, we will introduce time-tested skills and helpful hints to enhance your relationship. And we invite you, our listeners, to contribute your thoughts, questions, or concerns regarding relationships. Welcome to the Crappy Mate Podcast. I'm Dr. Richard Vance Barnes, MD. I'm a board-certified general psychiatrist with 25-plus years in psychiatry. I have treated patients in a variety of settings, both inpatient units, outpatient units, partial hospitalization units, as well as detoxification programs and rehabilitation programs, and I've had a private practice for many, many years.
1: And I'm Barbara Quaid, a marriage and family therapist. I also have over 25 years' experience working with families, individuals, and couples. And my life as a therapist has been both humbling and joyful. Before we get started, I'd just like to talk about our disclaimer The Crappy Made podcast is designed to be a useful tool to help individuals and couples have happier and healthier relationships. This podcast is not a substitute for individual or couples therapy. And as always, relationships need to be safe. Seek professional help as needed.
0: The Crappy Mate Podcast was developed out of hearing years and years of stories and accounts from patients in therapy about their mates and themselves actually being crappy mates and poorly behaving within a relationship. And so this concept was then developed into a podcast of how can we help people to actually improve upon their relationships.
1: And so in order to do this, we've developed a quiz and the quiz we really thought about some concepts that we thought were important in a relationship. And so the Crappy Mate quiz ended up being a 10 question self scoring assessment that can be found on our Facebook page. And our Facebook page is aptly named the Crappy Mate Podcast. And along with the quiz, you will find a glossary with the terms we use both in the podcast and on the quiz. And this is so we can all be on the same page. Now, to score the quiz, you will read each question carefully and then ask yourself Do I do this? Almost always, sometimes, or almost never. And when we thought about this, the scoring is like this. Almost always is worth three points. Sometimes, two points. And almost never, one point. So once you have your total points, you add them up. And a score of 10 to 17 clearly indicates that one needs improvement. A score of 17 to 24, one has a degree of awareness, but improvement can still be beneficial. And a score of 24 to 30, one is aware, insightful, and acting in a positive manner as it pertains to the relationship. And for today's episode, we are on question number four, am I able to forgive my mate for perceived or admitted mistakes. And with that, we have a working definition. Forgiveness is the intentional decision to let go of resentment and anger.
0: Thank you for that, Barbara. The act of forgiveness, especially in a romantic relationship, allows us to see our mate as being human. And as a human being, we all make mistakes. The act of forgiveness allows for compassion to be an emotional healing glue at a point of fracture or friction in a relationship. Without the emotional healing glue of forgiveness, we allow for resentments and past behaviors to stunt or fracture the relationship. This occurs due to the negative feelings and thoughts that we may harbor about our mate. These negative feelings are ultimately an impact. They impact the relationship. They impact being a reduction and or loss of respect. And more importantly, it may reduce or eliminate the feelings of love or security that we have for our mate.
1: And I think when we think about forgiveness, it's not just for the other person, the spouse, it's for ourselves. And we're doing it for ourselves, for our own well-being. So I think that's important to think about.
0: You know, Barbara, that brings up the whole question of grace, You know, can we have grace for our partner? Can we have grace for ourselves? And grace is, again, to me, it's being able to see them as being human and having their, as I would say, and you'll hear me say this quite often in the podcast, they have stuff. And stuff is an indication that we all have issues that we have to continue to work on that come from our childhoods, that come from our familial backgrounds, that come from our upbringings. But we all have stuff, and we have to realize that, and we have to give people grace for their stuff.
1: And I think when we choose a mate, we're not just picking and choosing the parts we like. We're getting the whole person with their stuff, with their warts, etc. So when mistakes are made, you know, we have to allow ourselves to be gracious towards the other person and try to forgive.
0: So I'd like to share with our listeners some real life examples of what we're talking about in our episodes today in terms of forgiveness. Uh, you know, I have a patient that I've uh, seen for some time that's been married for a Uh, let's say 15 or so years, my patient reports at every fight or argument that he has with his spouse, he continues to have the issue being brought up in the argument of how my patient chose the wrong wedding planner. My patient, after every argument, wonders when will he be forgiven for choosing what his mate perceived as the wrong person for the job some 15 years or so ago. My patient feels as though the resentment that his mate has held on to has greatly impacted his relationship.
1: When we hear that, it almost sounds humorous. And yet, I'm sure that in that relationship, these are festering resentments.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And behaviorally, it manifests in small arguments that become major arguments. Uh, It comes out in terms of not being able to be supportive to to my patient, in terms of meeting some needs, like just even just uh, having dinner ready for instance, after work, et cetera. So let let me give our listeners another example of how forgiveness comes into play in a relationship. You know, I have another patient who reported in therapy how her spouse has not forgiven her for not quitting her place of employment. Her spouse left the company several years ago for what was termed a scathing job review. The patient was expected to quit the company in spite of the fact that she has been very happy and has felt as though the spouse, in fact, was not treated unfairly. The patient reported that, you know, the fact that several years have passed now, but her spouse continues to hold on to her resentment towards the company and towards herself for not quitting when her spouse felt the need to quit.
1: So she wanted her spouse to agree with her and act as though she would act.
0: Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. And you actually see this quite often in relationships where, for instance, one of the partners is having a disagreement or some small squabble with a neighbor. And they'll want their spouse, their mate, to be angry with the neighbor as well. It's almost like a shared uh, grudge or shared anger or shared resentment.
1: So not allowing the person to have individual feelings about others.
0: Yes, yes, very much so very much so. You know, uh, just uh, let me share with our viewers just some personal examples of how forgiveness can play out actually in a relationship. I may have already shared and talked about how my spouse is quite social. She will often plan an event, for instance, a dinner or going to a play for us to attend. Admittedly, I am frequently late for the event. As a physician, I jokingly will state, I was completing brain surgery on my fifth patient today. My spouse will often smile and state, I love you, so I forgive you, but admit you are a poor time manager, please. I admit that I am. I get forgiven for my tardiness, and the relationship moves forward without resentments or grudges.
1: So using humor again to just move forward and not to make something small into a huge argument.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, and I, I urge our listeners, as I do in, with my patients in therapy, use humor, learn to laugh at yourself. Don't take yourself too serious. Learn to be able to, to give grace and give forgiveness. But you, humor helps you to do that as well.
1: It really does. And really what you have to do is have an attitude change in order to do this.
0: Ah, a shift in attitude. Absolutely. And, and that's the intentional thought about forgiveness. You know, you have to have that attitudinal shift and change to forgive.
1: Oh, and I have practiced this in my own life. And I'll tell you about the dog walkers in my neighborhood. I live by the university and lots of people walk by with dogs. There's dogs walking by all the time. And there's a lot of dog poop in my neighborhood. Well, I used to get pretty angry, and I could feel my blood pressure going up and resentment every time I walked out the door. And then one day I decided I am going to give a gift to my neighbors. I'm going to, once a week, pick up the dog poop. And so I'm not going to be angry at these other people, most of them who I do not know. I'm going to do this for my neighbors. And since I made that attitudinal shift, everything has changed. I just do it with, um, with grace, I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I think that's beautiful. And, and I, I would say you are also modeling for your neighbors to actually do the right thing. In terms of picking up after their dogs, and so that's that's a beautiful thing, Barbara. I wanted to share with our, with our listeners today just a, a really powerful point that occurs, an event occurs in relationships that speaks of forgiveness and and really brings about the question of forgiveness, and and that is infidelity in a relationship. And you know, quite often when I'm sitting with couples in couples therapy, I will hear about the infidelity. And with some anger and with some discontent, I will often say to my couples that, well, this is a shared responsibility. And I really do believe that infidelity is a shared responsibility because physical needs or emotional needs or both needs are not being met within the
1: relationship. So something is happening within that system. And there's a reason why a person is walking out, which is not to blame the person who was cuckolded. It's really looking at this as a system. Is that what you're implying?
0: Yes, I, I really am I'm saying that, that this is a, a, a joined experience and it's an agreement. At times it's, it's a, a marriage, right? Other times it's, it's a committed relationship and it's a system. And because the system itself, for whatever reason, is not working, yes, one of the partners, one of the mates, one of the spouses decided to step out of the system. However, the ingredients for that action really comes from the lack of feeling emotionally or physically that needs are being fulfilled.
1: So one of the things that I've heard you say in the past is that sometimes a person will say, I forgive you, but they don't really. They meet it out in little bits.
0: Yes, and and <laughs> that's a great point of contention for me because I, I think of forgiveness again, almost like being pregnant. You can't be a little pregnant. If you're going to forgive, you you are going to, in most cases, need that attitudinal change to forgive. And, and I'll, I'll pass that on to you, Barbara. How do you get your patients, your clients in therapy to consider forgiveness?
1: Well, I think you have to look at forgiveness as something that you do for yourself as well. It's not just for the other person. It really is doing it for yourself so that you can have, you can be freer as a human being. You're not burdened by your own anger and resentment because that eats away at you so it's giving grace to yourself and to the other person but then you have to you have to work at it i mean forgiveness doesn't just come no at a snap of the fingers you have to work at it
0: no i would agree with that actually it it, it is uh it's an intentional decision but it's not for most cases and especially in infidelity it's not instantly you're forgiving. It's, uh, it's an idea. It's a, it's a concept and you have to work at it. However, I think you do also have to make that decision if you're, if you're capable of forgiving.
1: Yeah. So it's making the decision either to forgive or not to forgive. It's that simple.
0: Yes. So I just want to share with our listeners, some of the, some of the benefits of forgiving someone and you know as a physician i look at this in terms of i see my role as trying to get people healthier uh, both physically and mentally so forgiveness brings about healthier relationships forgiveness brings about improved mental health you have less anxiety you have less stress you have less hostility You have fewer symptoms of depression when you're able to forgive. From a physical standpoint, you have a lower blood pressure when you can forgive. And what's important to me, for a lot of my patients, is you have a much stronger immune system. You have improved heart health, and more importantly, you have improved self-esteem.
1: So let's go to our helpful hints for today, and each podcast we provide some hints to get you started in improving your relationships. We're hoping you will use these hints in between podcasts and make a practice of using these in your daily life. So the helpful hints for today on forgiveness are, number one, forgiveness is really for yourself as well as your spouse or your mate. And Small mistakes are lessons. They're lessons learned. We can learn from them. Have clear boundaries. Either commit to forgive or recognize that this is something you cannot move on from. And reevaluate the benefits of forgiveness. And ask yourself, are these mistakes worth sacrificing your health and happiness?
0: In closing the podcast today, I just want to remind our listeners of our disclaimer. The Crappy Mate podcast is designed to be a useful tool to help individuals and couples have happier and healthier relationships. This podcast is not a substitute for individual or couples therapy. And as always, relationships need to be safe. Seek professional help as needed.
1: Thank you for listening to the Crappy Mate podcast. We invite you to submit comments, questions, and our concerns about today's podcast, or give us feedback on relationship topics you'd like to hear covered. We encourage you to try our helpful hints. Give these a go, try them on, try them on for size. Remember, you can follow us on our Facebook and Instagram pages under the Crappy Mate podcast. Our website is www.crappymate.com and please be sure to subscribe. Thank you for listening.